all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos a una verdadera charla sobre el cuerpo de Cristo. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, world. Yes, good morning, world. Thank God that I was able to wake up this morning to see another blessed day. Tuesday morning. Hello, everyone. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk, B-O-C-R-T-W-1964, Real Talk, Quick Topic. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, everyone. How you doing today? Thank you, Boo, for that beautiful introduction, that beautiful Latino, uh, that, that beautiful Espanol voice. I love you, Booby. My Booby, Cristina Cancedo Helamilo. My baby, Cristina Nemofu. All right. I just want to say a little quick announcement. I just want to talk to you guys. For the ones that's paying attention and care, care, today is vote day. A lot of you probably not into politics or whatever like that. I'm a little bit into it, but a lot of you are not. I can see why. I'm, I'm with you on that. Today is vote day. Now, is this important to you? Now, just just think. Be, be very careful of answering to yourself. Is this day important to you far as voting? I'm giving you my answer. But I want to know about yours. Please leave a comment. Please leave a comment. What is your uh, lookout or your outlook or your hopes? What are you looking to get out of these midterms? If you care. Now, I know some of you don't care. And if you vote, you're going to vote the same way because you're not you have not done any research or anything like that. Now, I'm talking to voters. You know, I don't care if you're a voter or not. You know, I'm not getting I'm not trying to say you should vote or you shouldn't you should not vote. But what I want to hear from you and I want you to touch your hearts. If you are looking for some type of change, whatever change you're looking for, for the better, hopefully. Do you depend on voting or do you depend on, if you're not a voter, politics or leaders that run your state and your city? Because this is what this got to do with the state and the city, because you talk about the Senate, you talk about the gubernatorial aspects, you talk about the House. And whether you are a voter or not, these votes is going to affect our lives in one way or the other. Christians, non-Christians, atheists, whatever. A lot of these things some of these voters stand on is going to affect all of us, whatever you believe in, whatever walk of life, whatever gender you think you are, which is sad. Because according to some of these candidates, there's no more male or female. 
they call it what non-binary or whatever uh whatever crazy way of stuff but some of these candidates that some of you guys that vote or ladies that vote is going to vote for some of these candidates stand on these policies even though they might not tell you in your face but they stand on these policies therefore whatever they vote Whatever, if they win, it's going to affect you. Now, how is another way it's going to affect you? In schools, your children's school, if you have children's, your jobs, your economy, and different things like that, and health. So you got to think about that when you think about today. So you might say, well, politics are evil. Yes, they are. Politics are tricky. Yes, they are. A lot of them don't hold up to what they say. Yeah, most doesn't do not because the ones that do, they get cut off because they have a, a different other powers that slow them down from doing what they really want to do or they change their ways because they are pushed to change their way because of money and power. So politics is wicked. No doubt about that. Politics is wicked. So I understand why most of us do not want to vote. Like I said, this is not about, you know, et cetera, are you going to vote or are you not going to vote? Just say if you even hoping for a candidate to win or candidates to win in your city. I'm in the city of Chicago, the state of Illinois. If you have a pick and choose, a choice of a person who you want to stay in office or get out of office, whether you vote or you don't vote, it's very important to vote on that. But even if you don't vote, you know, who the policies that the people that's in office now, are they satisfactory to you? Are they helping your city? Are they helping your state? And are they help helping you individually in life? Because either way it go, it's going to affect our walk in life. Not spiritually, I'm talking about, but I'm talking about why we physically and emotionally, not spiritually, as a man of God, I'm talking about, don't affect me at all. Because on the long run, I know the politics is not going to clean up nothing. It might make things a little bit better, and a little bit better is better than a little bit worse, you know, in my book. But spiritually, eternally, you know, salvation-wise, it has no bearing on a believer, on me at all. So, you know, on a, and on a faith-based, on a faith-based outlook, I don't care about the politics at all on a faith-based when it comes to spirituality. But at the same time, these some of these candidates, whoever you vote for, is going to affect you. If you are a church goer, it don't affect you spiritually because we are the church, as of as in saying the body of Christ. But if you go into a church building, a lot of these candidates can affect that with certain laws or certain mandates or certain lockdowns or shutdowns, whatever you want to call it. So my point is, it can affect you in one way or the other. Now, I put, I, I, I made some statements and I made some podcasts on the differences between Republican and Democrat. You also have Libertarians. But the main thing, the major two parties that's going on right now is Republican, excuse me, and Democrats that's fighting for these positions. And I heard this young man say this, and it is so true. A lot of Democrats and Republicans know each other. They they talk about each other bad, and they beat up each other. But at the same time, they're just like lawyers. They go out, and they eat dinner together, and laugh, and whatever like that. After the day is over with. I understand that not all of them, but a lot of politics do that. So it's a dirty, dirty, wicked business, and I hate it. I hate politics. Actually, I do. I hate 
politics, but at the same time, I believe there's someone that really means well if they don't get caught up in the system that really wants to turn things around. Also, it is some believers and some Christians. I don't know which ones are what are running in politics. I disagree with that, but I'm not against that. I'm not against a Christian running in politics, but he must understand he's stepping in fire. He's stepping in fire. So uh, what they call that, the best of the two evils or the less of the two evils when it comes to politics. So whether you are a voter or you're not a voter, but you want change. Today, the way things are going on today, and I'm, I believe I'm correct on this, the way things is going on today in your city, I live in Chicago, but you speak for your own city and state. Are you happy? Are you pleased with the outlook? Because what's going on today with the recession, with the high gas prices, with the uh, discrimination, with the woke movements, with the cancer cultures, if you afford that, I'd... And you are a Christian. I can't. I don't get how you how you could be for that. You know, cutting people's freedom of speech. You're not giving the people the right to say what they want to say or do what they want to do. Because as a Christian, you should want that. Because uh, in your faith, that gives you a freedom to talk about Jesus. That gives you a freedom to witness. Now you now you want to be in part of that cancel culture or this so called woke move, but that can affect you when you want to go to church if you are a real child of God in the body of Christ, where you want to witness and minister. Some of these candidates want you cut short on that. See, this whole thing is anti-moral with some of these candidates, anti-morality, anti-God, anti-Christ. And if you are a Christian and you standing on some of these things that they stand for, and I'm going to be straightforward, when you look at the Democratic Party, I'm not trying to hide what I want to talk about. If you look at the Democratic Party, when is the last time you checked out their policies? Okay, if you checked out their policies, they only showed you certain ones, what they said they believed in. But I always say this, don't go by what a person say, go by what they do. Let me say this again, very clearly. Don't go by what a person say, go by what a person do. Jesus talked about that when he talked about the Pharisees. Do what they say, but don't do as they do, paraphrasing. Do what they say, which was the law then. Yes, you do follow the law, but don't follow them. That's how you have to do with any politics when it comes to Republicans and Democrats. So what you have to do, you look at both parties of what they do. And I started on Democrats. I haven't forget. You look at both parties of what they do, not so much of what they say, because the majority of the time what they say and what they preach is theater. A show is motivational speaking just to make you feel good, just to get in the seat. You get that. I get that. When it comes to politics, the wickedness and the evilness of politics on both sides. But you take the less of two evils. This is the trick. This is the key of the less of two evils. You go by what they do, not by what they say. You go down the line of what party stands on what. When it comes to a believer in Christ, you go by Christian morals and Christian values. How close is that party, Christian morals and Christian, not just plain on faith, because faith go all kind of ways, but body of Christ, Christian morals, Bible believing morals. They don't have to understand it, you know, like A plus, but 
certain Christian morals. You go back there on each party. If you are a voter or if you have hope, you know, that's what you look at. Don't look at the uh, their statements, files, what they stand for. Okay. Go about what they do and what they be passing. Follow what news outlets they usually be on. If you have the majority of your Democratic Party, and I'm talking to believers, your Democratic Party majority is into the big mainstream media, MSNBC, CNN, CNN, ABC, NBC, even parts of PBS, most of those are bought and are owned. Not so much owned, but they are. They have a lot of big pharma money and deep state money in those outlets. So they have a far, far left-wing agenda. I, I, I mentioned those mainstream medias because that's a far left mainstream media. They sold out. They sold out. If most of your party, the Democrats, are on those shows or listen to those shows, they all have the same agenda. You go down the line, they are strong for abortion. Some are more extreme than others. They are strong they are strong on same sex marriage. Now you compare that with the morals of God, morals of the Bible, same sex marriage. They are strong on open borders. They make up all kind of names or whatever like that, you know, when you are against that. They are strong on high taxes. They are strong about not having an ID to vote. You look at all of those things. They 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 are strong on certain uh, sexual curriculum in schools and colleges and even elementary kindergarten schools. See, I'm calling out the Democratic Party. I am so so against that party. See, because those are the things that's anti-God. They most of us anti-church. They go to church what is usually a liberal far-left church. They believe more in the social justice of feeding the poor. They do good in those things. But when it comes to the morals of standing on the word of God, good and evil, majority of the far-left liberals and liberals do not stand on that. Some of us in the gray area. But most of them are anti God standards. Okay? So, with all that said, there's more when it comes to uh, different things like that, when it comes to uh, how to build a country. I don't think they have no idea how to do that. They believe in everybody should have the same. That never worked because we are all different. Some people are more advanced in skill-wise and know how to do things. I'm not saying they better and they was created that way. I'm just saying some people put out more than others. They should not get punished because, let me put it this way, you should not get punished because you have a business and you're making millions or you're making more than whatever. You should not get punished and you should not be responsible of giving your part of your wealth to somebody else and that's not making it because you are wealthy. See? Those are the the crazy type of ideas that the Democratic Party or the far left party stands on if you're voting or if you have a change. They're strong on mandates. They're strong on the vaccine mandates. They want everybody to get poking and jabbing and all that stuff, even though the vaccine does not work. 
Yep, I said it. They do not work. They are very dangerous, I believe. Yes, I said that. So these things you must think about before you vote, if you're a voter or you want some change. Today is Tuesday. You have a choice between the Democrats or the Republicans because those are two uh, platforms that's all out there right now that's going to be still running the House, that's going to be running the Senate. And if you are a Christian, you need to think about those things. Now, I just seen this article, which I don't know. It kind of surprised me, but it should not surprise me. Uh, and I'm going to throw some names out there. I'm going to put some names out there. A few names from what I heard. Now, in the Georgia race, you know, Stacey Abrams going against out there, this Kemp guy. I don't know too much about that in Georgia, but Stacey Abrams is a far left Democratic candidate. She's a black lady. And mostly the Democratic blacks already assume that black people are going to vote for them because they're black and partially they are right. When Joe Biden made this statement, if you don't vote Democrat, you ain't black. It was evil he that he said that, but it was true because the majority of the blacks vote Democrat, even though they don't know what the Democrats is about. They, Democrats give them freebies. And I hate to say it like that, but you know, they're still caught up in that and they're still going to do that today. But Stacey Abrams is a black young lady, you know, that claims to be a Christian. I'm just saying claims to be a Christian. But watch out when a person claims to be a Christian. Don't go about what they say. Go about what they really believe when you listen to them. Ask questions about how they feel about Jesus. Do they believe Jesus is the Son of God? Do they believe Jesus died for their sins? Do they believe that? Or don't ask them that. Just ask them how they feel about Christ because you don't want to give them no answers and see what their response be. First of all, you know if they saved or not. Then ask them what they stand for when it comes to abortion, when it comes to the uh, separation of uh, church and state. How do they feel about this? How do they feel about borders? How do they feel about, you know, homosexuality? How do they feel about this? You know, and compare with the Bible. Don't give them no answers. Let them answer. And you'll find out what they really stand for because, you know, part of them going to be ignorant of the word of God. Most politicians are ignorant of the word of God, unless you're Herschel Walker or somebody like that, are ignorant of the word of God when it comes to politics. Now, I'm not saying all of them. But I'm saying a lot of uh, politicians, they follow, they believe in the morals of Christianity, but they don't have, they're very ignorant of, of knowing of the true word of God. That's just facts right there. That's just facts. Some, not all. Some, not all. And anyway, Stacey Edwards is known for her, from what I heard, I don't have any proof of this because I don't keep her with Stacey, Stacey Abrams. I don't give her my time, but she has a strong reel from what I heard or been allegedly accused of having a strong stance on abortion on at any time. Any time mean whether it's, you know, from infancy, you know, from fetus, from, from the fetus position all the way up to six months or nine months. She has a strong stance on abortion. And you want to know why. And... And when you know the history of what, are, what most of these elites and these far-left people feel about abortion, it's not so much that they want to protect their or have their choice in their bodies, which would be okay. It's the agenda. Why abortion? We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. 
It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. What do Hollywood A-listers, bourbon distillers, and survival experts all have in common? Living life aggressively. Join me, Brian Tome, an adventurer, hunter, and a pastor you grab a beer with in conversation with intriguing guests squeezing the most out of life. Join millions of listeners growing spiritual muscles to as far away from your grandma's stained glass windows as you can get. Search for The Aggressive Life with Brian Tome wherever you listen to podcasts. Just on top of the list and the democratic platform. Why their top uh, thing to talk about is abortion, which why the economy is falling, why a crime is high, and all that and everything. They ignore that, but they talk about abortion. The reason being, I'm giving you something you probably never heard. The reason being because there is a gender, a, a genocidal depopulation agenda to get rid of people and certain minorities. That's why you have the Planned Parenthood, etc., in a lot of Black and Latino neighborhoods. There's a story behind that, so it has nothing. The real agenda is to depopulate and get rid of the minorities. That's just some truth. You know, it's the it's 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 uh data and all kind of history on that. But you don't know nothing about that. And I'm here, not here to talk about that, but I want you to know the real meat. You might think that people really, you know, women really want to make a choice of her body. If you really wanted to make a choice of your body, you need to keep your legs closed. I know that sounds very vulgar and rude, but you need to stop having sex outside of marriage. And if you are married and you don't want to have a child, you and your husband need to talk about that. Now, as a believer in a Christian, we have other standards, you know. We need to we need to uh, submit ourselves to each other when it comes to marriage. We need to have that conversation about that abortion is out of the picture. That's no abortion talk when it comes to believers. There should be no abortion talk. You deal with, you have that child, or you put that child up for adoption, but you still have that child. As a believer, I believe ain't got no business talking about abortion. If they're not sick or they have not, they have, they got a life and death situation, I understand that. But I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about if you just make the choice because you don't want a child to have an abortion, no, that's a no-no. That's evil. You're a murderer. That's, that's just like you're a murderer to me killing your child because it's not all about you no more. It's about that little baby that's in you. So abortion is out of the question when it should when it comes to a believer. It should be. But if you're not a believer, you and if you call yourself a Christian or whatever like that and you stand for this abortion movement with my rights and my choice and everything like that when it comes to that particular thing and you don't know the reason why they push that, shame on you. Shame on you because it's not about being your body and your choice. And I understand the metaphor. I understand the concept. It's not about being that. It's about the true agenda behind that. The real truth, when you dig up the Margaret Sagers and when you did dig up the different things about eugenics or whatever like that, you hear the stories about that. You ain't got to know the whole breakdown of the books. So you can see what's the real movement of the abortion movement. It's not about you just saying, I don't want a child or whatever like that, but... Morally, it starts with you having sex. When I said you need to close your legs, that was kind of 
bold, but I'm sorry for that. But what I what I what I'm just saying, you need to stop having sex then. You know. You need to start using somewhat. You know, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, advocate and I don't push contraceptives. I don't push none of that stuff because I just believe, you know, if you're having sex outside of marriage, you're taking a chance and you call yourself a, a pro-choice person and you wind up pregnant and you blame the baby by killing the baby. That's selfish. That's selfish. While you out there having illicit sex outside of marriage by you being a woman you can blame the man all you want to. Most men gonna take advantage of that. Not most men, but some men gonna take advantage of that. Okay, you know I'm very. I try to be very careful what I say that because I don't want nobody thinking I'm saying the wrong thing. So first of all, you need to stop having a lot of sex outside of marriage. You need to stop sleeping around. You need to start doing that. You know, if you want to, you don't want to have kids. You know, you need to protect yourself in one way. I don't know. I'm gonna let you deal with that. I'm not advocating nothing to take. Well, I'm going to let you deal with that as a female, black or white, you know, but you need to know the real agenda for abortions. If you don't know that, shame on you. You need to check that out. So if you caught up in that as a Christian, you are already in a slippery slope. Okay. Because it's not, it's fully not about women's rights or women's choice. It's about a depopulation, eugenics, things, all minorities, you know, for what I'm, what I'm dealing with, what I'm hearing. But my point is, and I'm going to leave you with this. This is a vote day, but what I put a lot of emphasis on Democrats because a lot of these things, what I said, that's what they stand for. That's what they stand for. It's a sh- it's amazing how they say they always stand for black people, but the black people say they get hurt more under their wing. Let me say that again. They say they stand for black people, but why black people and Latinos seem to get hurt more under their democratic rope? And I mean rope around your neck. Why? Now, the Republican says, I know they don't reach out enough to the minorities. From what I see, they don't reach out enough. They, uh, some of them feel they don't, they, they don't have to reach out as much, not because they don't like blacks and not because they don't like Latinos. I'm not in their heads. You know, you're going to have races and prejudice on both sides. But my point is they're not reaching out uh, with blacks because they don't want blacks. Sometimes they feel they don't have to. They could be a part of arrogance or whatever. But, you know, they need to reach out more with their policies and what they can do to make the blacks more stronger, not what they can give them. I, I'm with them on that. It's not what we can give you. But if we're going to build up your cities, we want to build up your character as well. Because without character enhancement, without building up your character, you're going to tear that city down no matter how much we build it up. So Republicans don't reach out as much. Shame on them. They need to be very, very explicit and very, very, you know, uh, what's the best words to say it? Better at explaining what they're going to do for the black community. Now, what I mean by that, I ain't talking about reparations or nothing like that, but to make to do for you to make you believe that we're not racist and we really love black people and Latinos. The Republican Party needs to be more clear on that with their policies, explain their policies to the black and Latino race, because most of the times it's going to go out one ear, it's going to go in one ear out the other. You know, so you need to be one on one and more open 
and more explicit of what you stand on. So that's the problem with the Republican Party because there's a lot of things on <clears throat> the Republican Party or the conservative side, you know, that, that can help you. And most Republicans and conservatives and independents stand on the same thing. I consider myself an independent. I took a test that came and it came close to a libertarian, but I consider myself an independent. I'm a man of God. I am a Christian. I don't, I'm not standing, you know, I don't hold a label. Somebody asked me what it means. No, I'm a Christian. I'm an independent. Whoever is, I'm a policy person. <clears throat> and my policy, the democratic policies is out of the window with me. It's nothing that they really do. The hierarchy of them that I will vote for if I vote or when I vote. If I don't vote, I will not stand on with the Democratic Party. I'm not with it with the Democratic Party, period. Period. So I'm just putting it out there, period. It has nothing to do with color, nothing like that. It has to do with policies with me. When you anti-God, you anti-moral, man, I ain't got no business voting for you because you're going to give me a, a weight check. No, man. No, no. You're going to give me welfare. You're going to give me freebies. But my character is still weak. Why would I vote for someone in Illinois that's going to vote on this safe act that's going to allow criminals to walk when they do any type of crime? It's called some type of way to help them because they can't afford a bond. What you need to find a system that will stop them from doing the crime not protected from not having enough money to do the bond. They wouldn't worry about no bond if they weren't out there doing the crime because it's going to affect everybody. Now, this is going to make the uh, the crime rate higher in Chicago. I don't know how high it can get. I don't know. But I, I don't see any, that any way that they can make it better when you're letting certain people out from misdemeanors to felons from what I'm getting from the SAFE Act. I don't know too much about it. But for what I'm getting from the SAFE Act, they're supposed to pass next year. I don't think it has nothing to do with politics unless somebody get voted out. It's not going to help the black man or the white man, but especially the black man and Latinos. Because the majority of them ain't going to go to court if they are real felons. You have some will, but the majority of them is, is going to help some, but the most people is not going to help. They're going to abuse it because that's the name of the game here in Illinois. Abuse a system that's already weak and already have holes in it, like a lot of Illinois policy. So in no way I will vote for a Prisker. There's no way I will vote for a Lifeford or any Democratic Party, black or white. I will not vote for you. I don't care what other goods you stand on. Your higher party is not going to let you go through it and pass it anyway. You got to follow that status quo. So I would not vote Democratic. And Republican, they have their issues too. But the lesser of the two evils, if I vote it, I will vote Republican because of policies. I will take though my, my, uh, my, uh, I will throw my, put my foot in the waters and take a chance with the Republican Party only with policies. And it has to be the person. I have to know what that person does, not what he says, because you have different type of levels of Republican also. But if they don't have conservative Christian, let me reverse that, Christian values first, like a Herschel Walker and the others out there. They uh, they lift up Jesus, whatever like that. That's good. I don't know Herschel, whatever like that, but I believe him, you know, but I don't, I can't prove it. But he's a Christian. He's a man of God. He has no shame of lifting up Christ and everything. And people respect that because we need Jesus. 
we need the uh, we need the our instructions is the Bible of life. The Bible is the key to how to live your life and how to run the government, how to run politics is the Bible, not politicians. So if a politician is trying to find them or uh, uh, trying to uh, obey the word of God when it comes to uh, politics or whatever like that, they try to find, follow the Bible way because it is a Bible way to follow the economy. It, it, it is. Believe it or not, the Bible is, has a lot of answers to everything, the word of God. If you strictly try to follow that way, I'm for you. And then your policies is going to line up. It's going to be the opposite of what I just said from the Democratic Party. So what I'm saying, if you are a voter and if you're not a voter, pray. Pray that the right person will get in the seats. Pray. Be careful of this lever you're going to push today on Tuesday, vote day in the midterms. That's what Joseph Brownlee has to say, to say about this. And I'm going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, help us as believers to put our mind on you. Help us to really put in our hearts to set our affection on things above, not on things on the earth, as your word says in Colossians 3 and 2. Lord, help us the believer don't get caught up in all the rhetoric and all the arguing and back and forth and name calling, which I don't like when it comes to this wicked politics. But a person that can get it up in there going to, first of all, stand on your principles, stand on your morals, stand on a right economy that's been laid down by the United States on the Constitution. You are you was over the Constitution, but when they made the Constitution, they tried to follow your type of morals, Lord. Not perfectly, but your morals and your ways. Let's, I pray for somebody that can stand in there, white or black. The color is not important. But a person that can stand in there on your principles, Lord, to help the people here in Chicago, Illinois. I pray for the believers, okay, for that. Now, thank you, Jesus. Now, I know I didn't finish it all, but what happened with Stacey Abrams? I'm sorry, I'm going to let you go. Stacey Abrams came, went to Creflo Dollar's church, and a lot of you know who Creflo Dollar is. Stacey Abrams uh, went to his church. She's running for governor against this, his name John or Jeff Kemp of Georgia. And she went to, because uh, she's having a struggle. Now, I think she's a little bit behind on the polls. And she's struggling with black votes. She made a comment about black folks that, you know, some comment she made. You can look that up yourself. I'm not going to get into that. Well, anyway, she's far left. She's a far left Democrat. She's far left. Most of a lot of Democrats are far left. Their policies, policies are whack, evil. She's far left. But she went to his church. And for what I've seen, Creflo endorsed her. Creflo endorsed her. Now, whether she paid them or paid the church, I don't know. I hear those accusations. I don't know. But maybe or maybe not. I don't know. But either way it go. Was she endorsed for money because she planted some money in his congregation? Or was she endorsed because she just black and the other party happens to be white? It could be that, which is sad, which is very sad. A Christian person ain't got no business voting on a person because of their color. That's that's that played out. There's no business doing that. It shouldn't matter what color you are. It's good. It would be nice if you have a black person in there that follow the policies and believe in the morals of God. Yes. But what's wrong with voting for a white person for the same thing? We just want this country to be 
legit and straight. You know, that's what we're going for. Well, anyway, I don't know what was the motive why he, you know, coerced. Because he said something like, y'all know what to do, whatever that means. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it seemed like he was just pushing on the vote for her, which is wrong. And those people cheering or whatever like that. Man, church, you need to stop being puppets. You need to stop being puppets, uh, puppets and little minions under your pastor. Stop following and obeying everything your pastor tell you. You tell you to use a certain type of toilet paper, you use it? Come on, stop that. Black or white church, stop it. I'm talking about the black people. Stop worshiping your pastor. Stop it. Don't be worshiping the Creflo Dollars and the T.D. Jakes and, you know, whatever, like that Jamal Bryant. Now, Jamal Bryant, is a, I'm, I'm, he got to be Democrat because he just put down Herschel Walker, a Christian man, for this far left-wing uh, Warnock guy. And I don't get sad. He called himself a Christian. Then I just heard, and this is new to me, I just heard T.D. Jakes in Texas endorse Beto O'Rourke, a far-left Democrat. They believe in same-sex marriage. I know T.D. Jakes' son is gay and all that stuff or whatever. Maybe it has something to do with it, which is no excuse. Policies is important. Godly morals is important. Not none of that stuff. Well, anyway, I heard he endorsed Beto O'Rourke. Why? But I shouldn't be surprised at that when his dealer was Oprah Winfrey and all those and the Tylers and all that. I should not be surprised. I usually don't call out a lot of names, but these names need to be called out. Okay? Because they're endorsing anti-God, anti-moral candidates. Why? I don't know. Is it money? Is it pressure? I don't know. But my point is, pray this Tuesday. If you're a voter or you're not a voter, if you're going to vote or if you're not going to vote, pray for hope and pray for change. Not Obama's hope and change. I'm talking about the change that's in our city, Chicago, or whatever city you're living in. Because whoever is in those seats that's going to do something, it's going to be for good or it's going to be for evil. Or it's going to be a mixture of both. Lukewarm, which God spits out his mouth. Chicago is in a crisis. Illinois is in a crisis because who runs the city? And it's always been Democrats for the last 60 years. And Chicago has not gotten no better. The infrastructure probably have, but the people has not gotten no better. The economy is real bad. Not as bad as Detroit, those other places, St. Louis, you know, as far as that. But the crime rate is ridiculous. Okay. So think about that. Who's been running the city for the last 60 years? And you've been complaining and talking about this, complaining about that. You got to look about who's been running, what party been running your city. Here in Chicago, it's been the Democrats. So you can't blame the Republicans. It's been the Democrats. I'm going to leave you with that. Remember, Joshua said, uh, for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. He threw a hand out there. I'm going to throw a hand out there for my black people for my black Christians, for my white people, for my white Christians, for my Latino people, for my Latino people. If you are a voter and if you have any prayer, pray to get your city together. But be careful when you push that lever if you are a voter. Don't go by the party. Don't go by what they say. Go by what they do. Search them and you should be okay. But I'll leave that to you. God bless y'all. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Body of Christ, real talk. Word of today. Vote day. That's all I have to say. Vote day. What comes with voting? Prayer. 
prayer, prayer. God bless you. Love y'all. Peace out. Let's out, baby. <laughs> Peace out. Love ya. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.